You're listening to the Shantyman Podcast, a conversation designed to help those recovering from religion find true faith in the Creator. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Victor Summers sitting across the table from... Sam Rushton. Sam Rushton, Victor Summers, the Shantyman Podcast, Easter edition. Happy Easter, everyone. This is our Easter special. We're going to get into a little bit about... The Easter Bunny. The Easter Bunny, because we know that Easter is all about the Easter Bunny. It's all about hiding eggs. How dare you? It's all about pastel... Chocolate. Pastel colors... My uh, my brother brother in law, I love him, John. He uh, him and his wife had given uh, <clears throat> my daughters a little e- early Easter treats last week. Oh, nice! And now, when Sloan wakes up in the morning at six forty five, she walks out and says, "I had chocolate, Uncle John." Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, no, not but, right now. It's six forty five in the morning. You gotta eat breakfast first. That's all. Maybe she a knows. lunch stop. Yeah. All she knows about John <laughs> is chocolate. Uh, no, actually, no. John loves to play ball with her, so she loves Uncle oh, John. Oh, good. He's great with her and stuff like that. So, nice. yeah, it's more than just chocolate, but chocolate is a big part. But I just thought it was funny. Like, was the first thing on her brain. She literally opens yeah. her eyes. Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. <laughs> like, I got chocolate from Uncle John. I can go eat it now, right? Yeah, it's a drug. Yeah. Of course it's going to be first on her mind. Yeah, that's why kids love Easter, because of chocolate. Yeah. What's your f- favorite memory of Easter? I mean, you're you're developing new memories um, now. You just shared one, I guess. Maybe that's it. No, that's not going to be my favorite <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> no, growing my, up. What was Easter to you growing up? Growing up? Oh, man. Uh, <clears throat> I can't really think. I mean, like, the one thing that sticks, sticks in my mind, I guess, is we always used to make these... Um, these kind of large Easter eggs. I don't like. I can't, I can't really. If you could see my fingers, you'd show the shape of them. But <laughs> right. it's like it's basically just pure sugar icing, sugar icing, and it's like a green or yellow ball okay. of like this sugar <laughs> wrapped with a white ball of sh- sugar. You would make and them. Then, yeah, yeah, and oh. you like you like. Well, mom would prep prep them, and then we would roll it, and then roll it all to get put it together, and then we dip them in chocolate and let it cool. And it was like you'd crunch right into it, and it was just sugar. Oh, but it tasted so good. Jeepers, that sounds delicious. Oh my word! Could I wanted we, to make. Could it. we call her right now and get some? Um, she, no, she, I don't. I don't know when the last time it was. She would made she have them, any available? I think she gave me the recipe. I told Marcy I wanted to try to make them this year. Well, yeah, that sounds like one you should <clears throat> you should probably pass on. Yeah. Hey, kids. Here's a <laughs> a buttload of sugar. Would you guys get prizes for like gifts? Sorry. No, prizes. not not really. My, my grandfather always called yeah, gifts prizes. Prizes, really? Yeah. Prizes? Yeah, for Christmas. Prizes, you something you get something you Doesn't get matter. for. It's just this is dince. No, that's, we, that's what he said. We, <laughs> you know dince? No, I didn't. You never met? No, my grandfather? I didn't. Really? Oh, no, you, you missed out. Uh, no, we would get no prizes or gifts. Like we'd get like chocolates. Like they would. Do, my parents would do an Easter egg hunt with us, but it wasn't like we'd get big prizes. How about a new say. church outfit? Oh, I don't remember. Really? Yeah. I Bree? Bree's with us today. Yeah, I don't... Bree, would you get a new dress? New outfit? New slacks? Yeah, it's like a new dress. It looks so good. Dress when I was younger. Huh? Dress when I was younger. Dress when you were younger. Dress when she was younger. Yeah. When you had no, when you had no choice. And then you, you grew a, out of it? You yeah. had to wear a dress. You, the last, that was the last time you wore a dress was when you oh, were a kid? Man, that's, we're bringing up more Bree stuff. <laughs> <laughs> We haven't we haven't addressed the past Bree stuff. Yeah. 
This is going to be an ongoing. This is if, true. If you're listening and you're making a list of all the things we want to talk to Bree about, add that to add it. it to it. Why yeah. she refuses to <laughs> wear a dress? Uh, but but that's what I what's remember. What's your memory? Well, I remember getting a new 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 pants. Oh yeah, and a new church shirt. Yeah, <clears throat> bright brightly colored usually. Yeah. Do you? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't. I, we didn't have like a ton, just the Easter egg hunt, that kind of thing. A new one I just started a few years ago was now every year I watch, uh, if I can on Friday, like during the day, mm-hmm. the service, is I watch The Passion of the Christ. Oh, the movie. Yeah. Oh, right. And yeah, because yeah. it makes me. And I try to really think, like, be like, this is Jesus, like, right? Right. And then I also, now that I don't watch movies, like I, I used to watch a lot, like a lot of movies and TV shows, a lot of them had violence. Mm-hmm. So violence in other regards, like wouldn't phase me as much. Mm. But, but now since I don't as much really, uh, both the fact that this is like God, mm-hmm. um, and, and then the violence of it mm-hmm. in, in the passion of the Christ makes me like one, a lot of times want to cry and also cringe. Like I'm feel, I'm just like, I feel yucky after. And I, it, like I do it because then at the end I'm like thankful. I'm also sad. Like there's a mournful part of it. It's like, this is my brokenness and sin has been, was put on Christ. Right. But yet you have to go into Friday night worshiping. Like you're, you're just, you're so motivated to worship now because you've been reminded of what it was he had, he had gone through. It's funny you should say that because we were, we just went through men's Bible study series five weeks um, focused on Easter. We just finished up last week, the week before. And before one of the sessions, mm-hmm. we pl- we played just a two-minute clip of the crucifixion oh, from, yeah. from the Passion of yeah. the Christ. Um, shout out Mel Gibson. Um, <laughs> but but you're right. Like, I was... I was somewhat... Well, I was very uncomfortable. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there, there was no lead-up to it, right? It was like all of a sudden we mm-hmm. had... the brutality of the crucifixion mm-hmm. and i don't know i was a i was a bit it was a bit off-putting yeah but if you well and it might not be for you but the last time i did watched it it's off-putting anyway right because even with the lead up it's still very like oh yeah like to yeah. think that okay jesus is actually betrayed like yeah. it's it's not just like you know oh he's betrayed by judas like a, a really close friend a disciple mm-hmm. a close friend of his mm-hmm. betrays him for just a little bit of money mm-hmm. to the point and now he's brought in he's innocent right and yet they falsely accuse him and he's convicted and then people hate him right and then literally tear him apart like yeah. it's it's off put it should be off putting and if yeah. it's not then you got to check yourself right like what <laughs> anyway yeah um it is off putting and the thing the part that you you miss with the video though is is like that's only the physical Right. right, like it. They try to show a bit of the psychological. It kind of is like in the garden, leading up to it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, but and then and then the spiritual aspect of like God, like the darkness, like. Anyways, I don't want to get too deep into theology of potentially what actually took place, but the idea that it was God's wrath poured out on him, mm-hmm. if that's what you believe, mm-hmm. uh, the fact that like you'd feel this separation, this maybe idea, quote unquote, hell. Like, right. do you know what I mean? suffering the sin and the shame like taking on my sin taking on all the, all that shame like that doesn't show that but that think, was the reality do you think of we it. Mi- do you think we miss out in that in the gospel readings of this of the story that aspect of uh, oh, it uh, uh, pro- 
Probably the gospel. Yeah, the gospel readings is very historical. Like it, I guess it doesn't dive into it. I think yeah. you got to pair it with like like parts with like like, like Isaiah. Yeah. Like the yeah, I don't so I don't can't remember the the what chapter it's in, but where it talks with the lamb being led to the slaughter. Yeah. So it pleased it pleased the father to, to it was the will of the father that that the son would be crushed and that he would experience like that that kind of thing I guess leans towards it or like verses like in Corinthians where it says like talks about he became sin or in Galatians where it says he took on our curse right. by going on the tree like if you pair those together it gives you a more holistic picture of it being just the gospel saying this is what physically happened right like right. although although in the gospels it does say Jesus is like like why did you forsake me father like yep. so that gives a bit of the so you just i think you got to piece those things together yeah, yeah. we're go- we're going through right now at Eastside church um we're going we've been going through the book of mark for a year now and it just kind of worked out well i kind of the last couple of months i made it work out so that we're going to leave we're going to end in in chapter 16 on easter sunday yeah. with with the easter story so it worked out great but uh i've been trying to bring that out because of course mark is his his gospel account is very, you know, to the point. Mm-hmm. Uh, all, like the whole book is like that, mm-hmm. and things slow down a bit during the, you know, the the account of the crucifixion, but but it's still somewhat abbreviated, right? Mm-hmm. So you you have to you have to build that out a little bit and understand the relationships, and I think it's what that's what you're getting at is the mm-hmm. the relationship between. You know the disciples, the the twelve, and Jesus, the the disciples, the hundreds, because mm-hmm. at, at that point there were hundreds of disciples, right, followers of Jesus, mm-hmm. and then the abandonment abandonment that he experienced during that time, and then like what you talked about, which is probably an, a, a very much an unseen, and you have to really delve into that, is the the broken relationship of the trinity mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and and who can understand that yeah you're right who can and that and that's the thing <clears throat> I, I think we try your best and you understand something definitely happened and the fact that if if jesus was taking on our sin mm-hmm. what did that mean between him and the father yeah right yeah so there was definitely some sort of if i could use the words hell to pay yes yeah. in, in that right yeah. so <clears throat> i've always seen it as the consequences of sin, I believe he was taking on. So like when we feel shame for something Mm -hmm. now, can you imagine taking on all the shame of every sin at one time, like of Mm -hmm. every person, Mm -hmm. it's just too much to bear. The only way he could bear it is if he was God. Right. Right. But so again, that's just the things that you don't, I guess maybe see in something like the passion of the Christ. So the passion of the Christ gives you a great picture of, the physical and emotional and some of those things, but well, it, um, it's the the thing is, I think Jordan Peterson brings this out a lot in in his talks too, in in talking about um every great story that's ever been told mm-hmm. is is based off of God's story, mm-hmm. right? Like going going back, and this is another great example of the you know the ultimate betrayal, the ultimate you know, abandonment, the ultimate disgrace, mm-hmm. you know, um, the, the the ultimate redemption story, the ultimate, you know, comeback mm-hmm. story. We're going to get to that in a minute, right? So so that's what, that, that's what I think we get in the Passion of the Christ is just really good 
It's it's just really good storytelling. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Right. And I, I think it pairs. Uh, and that's one of the things is, is visually it doesn't hold back and it's not it's not for kids right like it's not a that's, movie that's my next it, question was yeah when when do you pull the girls alongside you and make that an Easter tradition yeah um, that's a uh, that's a tough question yeah I, I'm not I'm not sure yeah give me a couple of years yeah. I, I definitely know it's not gonna be in the next few years so give me yeah. <laughs> think about it. We, we get into this pretty quick but let me just back up a bit because we started off talking about cultural trappings of easter with easter bunny and the gifts and the is that where we started <laughs> that's where we started and then we get right into theology uh. deep deep theology <laughs> but I, I the question i have for you and and maybe we can just unpack this a little bit before we get into because ultimately we want to talk about why we believe that the resurrection happened i mm-hmm. mean that's ultimately like that that's the pinnacle of of the easter story is is the resurrection of christ and is there any any proof to that? Like, how would we defend if someone was sitting here with us today and, and they said, well, I don't believe that Jesus rose from the dead, mm-hmm. right? As many do. Many, many struggle with that. Right. Many world religions would either disregard or they would, you know, call us out as Christians to, to, to that not being true. Right. You know, but the question I have is how... For most people going through the Easter season, how many do you think that are out there in the world and maybe listening on the podcast today have no concept of the the, the real reason for for the Easter season? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I my guess is the number. Well, potentially maybe it depends on demographics and stuff. Like I probably in our area, there's probably quite a few just because. <clears throat> that would kind of get the concept. Like they would, I think have the knowledge, the fact that Jesus died and rose again. They know but, it's but that's a religi- about it. Right. They know it's right. a religious holiday yeah, because Catholicism, for instance, was like quite strong. Right. Um, here in Marishi for, for quite a while. Mm-hmm. So like even someone I was talking to the other day was like, yeah, I said something about it's like, cause I, I go on Easter and I go on Christmas. Right. Right. So, I mean, if you're going every year for Easter, surely to goodness, you've at least heard Hmm. you know yeah i think the, you're right. the reason why so probably in our area like in and probably in maybe a lot of new brunswick too maybe not i'm just guessing i, mm-hmm. I don't know i'm just surmising but um i guess would be hot they would be like well something about jesus dying right at least that right. probably i bet that number's going down <clears throat> well of, of course it is yeah mm-hmm. i think probably with the drop of rates in church and um, the idea of God being becoming uh, less and less um, prevalent in our culture, then yeah, of course, mm-hmm. I think I think you're right. Probably the younger generations coming up probably don't really know mm-hmm. know that. But uh, it's going. You looked. Oh, pre confirmed. What what wait, what in Google, what way? Google says gotta, it's you, going. You can't down. just say it is. What is it? What do you have? Yeah. Is there a? Come on, Bree, yeah. pick it. You're doing an okay, job. Really? Okay. Only right. a few, in case you didn't hear it, what did you say? Only a few Americans know Easter's, Easter's true origin. Literally, there's only three Americans. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. That's that's interesting to me, too, because, and, and if you're listening uh, today and, man, would there be someone listening to the Shannonman podcast that wouldn't know that Easter's celebrating the resurrection of Jesus? 
Surely. I don't know. I mean, don't make them feel dumb. For, for well, no, dumb. not dumb. I don't <laughs> believe you're dumb. If you're listening today and you don't know that Easter is about the resurrection of Jesus, you haven't failed. You we know, we failed. We the church failed. has failed. We have failed. That's true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Put that on you. I'm not. I'm not putting that on. And that's on you, Sam. That's on you, Pastor Vic. <laughs> <laughs> isn't the response to the? Isn't it the pastor's responsibility to do all that? Exactly. Yeah, that's my job. That's what I Come get paid. On. That's what I get paid for. Well, We're college-aged people. College-aged. Oh. Yeah, actually, uh, I just was watching. Uh, do you, have you ever seen the? It's old. I don't know if he does it anymore. Jaywalking with um, uh, Jay Jay Let Jay. Uh, no. Like oh, what's his last of, name? Jay Leto. Jay Jay Leno. Leno. Yeah, oh, you're okay. Jaywalking with Jay Leno. Okay, yeah. Have no, you seen that? I know he segment. did. He did one on uh, biblical stuff. And it's like, you know, you know, uh, he'd ask different questions, like how many disciples did Jesus have? And someone's like, yeah, there's like 50 or like, it's crazy numbers. Or um, he asked, but there's uh, one you can look up on YouTube of different ones for Bible stuff. And it's crazy the things that you know, just be like, oh yeah, people know that, but right. they don't, right? Yeah. So yeah, I could believe that, I guess. Yeah. I, I like to think though, and, and I'm, <laughs> I'm preparing, obviously I'm preparing now for Easter. And as, as we're listening, releasing this, is the week before Easter. So I'm, I'm going into Sunday, Easter morning, thinking that most people have a basic understanding and concept of the, at least the narrative, mm-hmm. right? Jesus being arrested, you know, beaten, crucified, three days dead, mm-hmm. risen on the third day. But Maybe not. Maybe not. But I mean, you'd have probably newer people to church, kids. Well, I don't know. Maybe actually you do have a kids program, so maybe yeah. not. I don't know. Don't assume. Or maybe just we need to hear it again. Mm-hmm. So let's let's shift gears here a little bit and talk about why why believe the resurrection actually happened. Yeah. What's what's some what's some defenses I guess to uh, because this is I think Paul said if. If Jesus is not crucified and resurrected, then Christians are 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 the most pitied. Yeah. Well, that's the. I guess that's without the resurrection, there is not the hope. Right. Without the life, there yes. is not the life. Right. So, we believe. I mean, if you want to start from a biblical standpoint, we we believe the resurrection because the Bible the Bible stated it. Yeah. And and because the Bible also states that this is the hope for the future for us because since there was a bodily re- resurrection for Christ, we know that the future resurrection for us is one that leads to life right. like a, like a, like life everlasting. So and, th- and you you had <laughs> mentioned you had mentioned the crucifixion and the brutality of it. Mhm. Right? And and this may this may go back to a bit of a you know a chicken and the egg argument. Did you say chicken in the in the egg? Chicken and the egg. It sounded like you said chicken in the egg. Not chicken in the egg. Chicken <laughs> and the egg. Like what came first? What's most important? I mean, obviously, in order for Jesus to be raised from the dead, he needs to die. But right. it's it's not enough for us, is it, as Christians, that Jesus died? If he died and he didn't rise again what's the point right what's the point then he was a martyr he was a man he was a man he was a martyr yeah you know jesus didn't just get caught up in a political movement he wasn't in the you know the wrong place at the wrong time and you Mm -hmm. know didn't had no concept of what he was what he was doing he went into Mm -hmm. this you know eyes wide open yeah 
and and had a purpose for him being crucified. Yeah. Right. Which is interesting. I I was doing a book um, book recently, and it had a lot of the the author had done a lot of study into like <clears throat> culture of the Hebrews and everything like that, mm-hmm. and it was coming out in the book, and the way it was presented, which which I mean. I think this aspect of her book was probably pretty accurate was um, the idea that they were like mm-hmm. most people were looking for a political movement. Like they were looking and the way, the way the author presented it was really fantastic. Like even the disciples being like, what's this Jesus about? Like, well, we're looking for this and this and like a new kingdom and mm-hmm. someone to, def- you know, all this kind of stuff. But you're right. Like Jesus knew came knowing like, that's not why I'm here. Like I'm not right. here to overthrow government. I'm not, here to be like your your revolution leader in something that's like physical like it's i'm going to die like i'm going to the cross like mm-hmm. i'm going to do this for you mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but yeah i think it's important for us to be like okay consider the resurrection it, it means it means everything like it's, yeah. it's the next step for the next phase of us as as christians like we believe the death but then we have hope in the life right and, and if you're listening and you're not a follower of Jesus Christ, and maybe this has been a stumbling block for you, maybe, you know, as Sam, you, you and I talked about before we hit record today, like, there, there are a lot of fanciful stories in the Bible, the, the least of which is the resurrection, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's an amazing, amazing story. It's, it's metaphysical. It's, it's, it's spiritual. It's a miracle, mm-hmm. right? And we believe it. Like, mm-hmm. Christians believe a lot of crazy things none more crazy than Jesus died, was dead for three days, and then came back from the dead, mm-hmm. right? So so let's defend that a little bit. Um, let, let's talk about a couple of the reasons why we, we believe that that's true. The first one, and you touched on it already, is eyewitness accounts. Mm-hmm. I think that's very important. I think the fact that we have four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, who not only give a a written account, eyewitness written account to the life of Jesus, but all four, of course, include the passion, mm-hmm. right? The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Why, why do we believe that that's, you know, that that's significant? One of the things I like about the eyewitness accounts and, and talking about the Gospels is the variations in their, in their accounts as well. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that, you know, if, if someone's taking a look at stories, if someone comes in and, and you know, bring, bring four witnesses into, and, and they've witnessed something, they, they look for variations in the story. If everyone has the same story mm-hmm. and, and it's, it's spelled out the exact same way, mm-hmm. they know that they've gotten together ahead of time. Oh, and prepped. Uh, collaborated yeah. on the story and then are just regurgitating something that they've already agreed to. Mm-hmm. We don't see that in the Gospels. We don't see that in these eyewitness, eyewitness accounts mm-hmm. of Jesus, his life. And we don't see that in the, in the death, burial, and resurrection. Now, there's no contradictions in that story. But it's just interesting as we're, and again, as we're going through the book of Mark, Mark has a very different take. Now, Mark didn't, he wasn't an eyewitness account to the events, but he got his story from Peter, mm-hmm. the apostle, uh, who was there at the time and very close to the events of that. So, so I think that's huge. I, do you I mean, know of, a, do you know, like, are there, when it comes to eyewitness, do you know of any other writings or it being documented outside? Oh, his, of historically, it? definitely, and we, yeah. you know, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't prepare today to get into all of it, but 
you know, for instance, the historian Josephus, you can go and you can kind of Google, you know, um, <clears throat> extra biblical, uh, extra biblical historical writings that Jesus did live. There wasn't a historical Jesus. You know, it's it's very, um, very few people would argue that Jesus didn't actually exist right, right now. But um, I just didn't know if specifically there were some that were like, yeah, we, like, I oh, definitely. as far There's, as the resurrection, yeah, like absolutely. he was seen afterwards. Yeah. Um, well, these, these, yeah. they would, they would say that the, they would confirm that the Christians, I guess the followers, agreed that Jesus came back from the dead. Okay. Right. Yeah. So not only do we have the four gospels and the four eyewitnesses, but we have hundreds and hundreds of people who saw Jesus resurrected. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's stated. I think the, I think that probably one of the, and it's, I, I know there's, I'm not the first to say this, and this is, this is kind of a main, a main point and a main defense mm-hmm. of the validity of the resurrection is who was the first to, to tell of the resurrect, of, of the resurrected Jesus. Do you know the answer to that? Who was the first to tell that Jesus was resurrected. Tell who? Like just to tell be the, like tell the disciples to tell the to tell the the world. Um so this uh, is, is, a it, test, is it either test Mary? Your, test your pastor. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, but, yeah. but more specifically women. Oh. <laughs> I, I think the the fact that and it's it's funny because yeah, you got it. A thousand points, Sam. Oh, I meant because of women. I was like going with Brie because oh, yeah. Brie like whoop whoop she, woman. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's a big, big fan. But I'll take the thousand <laughs> points too. Sure, I'll take it both. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's huge. I mean, if if and and this is the reason why, if the gospel writers telling the story wanted to give extra credence and extra validity to their story, they would not, they would not include the detail that women were the first to discover that Jesus was risen from the dead. Of course, we know historically, culturally, women had um, the, their testimony, even in, a, even in a, a civil or criminal court, did not count the same as a man, right? So, so I know if we were writing a story, and it was a, it was a false story, but mm-hmm. we wanted to, people to believe it. You'd make it that the man, that we, the man confirmed Absolutely. It. <laughs> we would say that a man would have confirmed that. Hmm. Um, even even the fact that I was thinking about that this week, even the fact that at the foot of the cross, at the at the actual crucifixion, going back to that, not only the resurrection, but the, at the foot of the cross, there were there were just the the female followers of Christ. I mean, mm-hmm. there was indication that John might have been there, um, and Jesus. I don't know if it's Matthew or or Luke makes reference to Jesus addressing john mm-hmm. but for the most part it was just the women mm-hmm. so they were actually the eyewitnesses to the to the crucifixion right. to the literal death mm-hmm. right and then of course three days later we see them being the first to discover mm-hmm. that jesus body wasn't where it was supposed to be and that mm-hmm. he was he was risen from the dead so would have people not believed it back then because at first until a male went and checked it out that's interesting that you said that because 
of course, in one of the accounts, the women told the disciples, and then they, they run. Had to, That's when you said that. I'm yeah. like, oh, I wonder. Obviously, the men ran like ran because they were excited that Jesus right. would be alive. But yes. I didn't know if it was like all of a sudden, like, well, do we believe them? They're women, <laughs> like, right? Yeah, maybe. They, wow, you guys had it all well, hard, no, then, didn't you? Nonetheless, nonetheless, they had to see it for themselves. I treat it the same way. I don't. I don't really don't believe Brie right now either. So. A little. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I believe Bree. No, I trust her completely. <laughs> yeah, no, it's interesting. I didn't. I I never really thought of that. So maybe I didn't know if they like were like, well, we should probably check it out for ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> so that exactly. Way people will actually believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have any more? Any more? Um, <clears throat> I think the biggest one for me, this and this is the this is the biggest. So maybe we'll, we'll maybe we'll end on this. There's other things we could talk about. We could talk about how uh, the Romans ha- tried to hide it. Mm-hmm. We could talk about the difficulty because some would say, uh, you know, the argument to the other side is, is that the disciples stole the body, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, Jesus didn't die; he just swooned. Right. He fainted. Swooned. Swooned. That's this. That's Isn't that usually when it comes to like a love relationship, like you swoon for yeah, somebody? It's, it's faint. Yeah. With hand over the over oh. the forehead. <laughs> So there's the the swoon theory, right? Jesus Jesus <laughs> didn't really die, he just he just fainted. He he collapsed on the cross. Yeah. The, the Romans got it wrong, even though they were they did hundreds and right. hundreds. They're of professionals. These, they were professional yeah. executors, but the, uh, this one time they got it wrong and and right. literally allowed a a man who was still alive to be buried. Yeah. Right. And and the coolness the coolness of the tomb. Um, re- revived him. That's that's. Oh, that's he the, woke up because it's he, like, oh, it's cool in he, he here, guys. Up, I'm, yeah. feel, I'm feeling got, a little chilly. He got revived. Uh, these these uh, wrappings, these right. <laughs> linens, don't keep me warm enough. Yeah. All 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 <laughs> of us. All of a sudden, his you know his back, which was anyway, which was completely you know torn to shreds. Right. Um, somehow healed itself. <laughs> yeah. and he, he was able to manage itself yeah. out of the or the tube. fact i was like thinking it's like you, you know because didn't they put on really strong scented spices to mask the dead scent yes. he's like he's not smelling like he's just like right oh what's the smell yeah oh, exactly smells pretty good <laughs> so i mean we could get into, into all that like how did they how did the disciples move the tomb how did they overcome the guards who were guarding the tomb right you know and we see the we see the cover-up um and i forget which account it is i would know if it was in the book of mark but uh, maybe matthew Mm-hmm. Uh, talks about the money that was exchanged so that the guards wouldn't tell, um, oh, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that the that they were that they were that Jesus came back from the dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so so we could talk about all that. I think the biggest one is the fact that if the resurrection is not true, okay, mm-hmm. I do not believe that Christianity would have made it out of the first century. Oh, really? Not at all. Hmm. No, I I think and and this is this is if you're if you're listening today and you're considering Christianity and you're wondering if it's true, think about this: if Jesus had not risen from the dead, right? If people hadn't seen him afterwards alive, mm-hmm. and and continued to tell that story, um, why in the world would would anyone after that? even follow him right you like that if the disciples because that's it they're right. they're one that they were following is dead right the, the why why do we go on right and we anymore? and we know even historically we know that that through 
you know, th- historical accounts and tr- and church tradition that I-, I think all but one of the disciples died a martyr's death, died for what they believed. Mm-hmm. So it's very difficult for for me to believe and others, and I, and I think as Christians, for us to believe that someone would die for something that they know is a mm. lie. Mm-hmm. I think people would die for something they think is true, mm-hmm. but they... I find it hard to believe that on mass, every one of the disciples that that were martyred died for something they they knew was a lie. So so I think that alone uh, for me um, kind of seals the deal on on the resurrection. Hmm. I don't think it w- I don't think we would be sitting here with you know w- what like two point two point five two point six billion people in the world today. Fact check. <laughs> who who claim uh who claim uh Christ as Lord yeah um and believe in the resurrection yeah because as a Christian that kind of goes part and parcel right if you're listening today and you're you you believe that you're a Christian but you don't believe in the resurrection that doesn't make sense yeah it's a little yeah, it that's a little sketchy doesn't make sense yeah, yeah exactly Cool, that's good stuff. Some of the stuff I didn't really know, Victor. So thank you. You you even educated me in my oh, mind. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. So we, we can all learn. Two point three billion. Two point three billion. Two point three billion. Amazing. I bet that's an old stat. <laughs> I, I added a few hundred thousand to it. Twenty twenty. Huh? Twenty twenty, she said. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Um kinda I don't know I don't know if you have anything else to add in that realm. But um, kind of like coming around and tying it maybe off a little bit. Tied up. Tied up. Tied up. I'm going to go on another rant. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, uh, I had a few years ago been like really thinking about this and I heard a pod, different podcasts on kind of some of this. is like a lot of times we think, so then to take the idea of the resurrection and applying the idea of this new life, like Jesus mm-hmm. came back with new life, mm-hmm. right? Alive again. And a lot of times when we come into Christianity, it's like eternal life. I get eternal life when I believe. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that the life starts now. Like it's it's not something that you have faith and now you get eternal life later on. Right. But that's that's the commencement of having life, this depth, this density to who you are and your spirituality begins now. And like it's so many times in the new testament you'll see that like being becoming a new when you put your faith in christ it's a new creation a new mm-hmm. creature right mm-hmm. like you receive this this overwhelming transformation and change in you that's no longer about just being like well i get to live forever right because who wants to live forever if it's a horrible you know it's about deeper transformation it's about hope and peace and joy and love and those things that will actually satisfy you the things that will actually last and matter and yes they'll be more perfected and complete down the road yes yeah and that's the hope of it all right like that's why the resurrection really matters to know that like we will have resurrection one day so we begin processing we begin pushing into life now knowing that it becomes more complete like soon yes. right yeah and it's and, not and, oh good and, and dying to self for instance 100 right? like think yes. about that right? yeah. yeah which yeah. is which is all our all our problem stems from that <laughs> yeah right oh yeah is giving in giving in to the to to ourself to yeah. our to our natural bent our natural urges yeah yeah yeah, so we so crucify yourself, crucify, crucify your flesh. Yourself, <laughs> Something yeah, really good. extreme in the Bible, yeah. <laughs> yeah. By uh, Paul uh, loved Paul loved that term, didn't oh, he? Oh, he did, yeah. 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 That's good stuff. 
Yeah. Good. Paul loved Jesus. He loved the crucifixion and the resurrection. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We hope you do. We hope you do too. So if you're listening, uh, go ahead and get, shoot. If you're shoot. listening at this point, if they're on there, yeah, they yeah, would be you, listening. Come on, Victor. made it this far. <laughs> if kidding. you made it this far in the podcast, go ahead and like and share. Uh, but text us and let us know if there's, if there's something, a big one for you that we missed. Yeah. And, and there's, like I said, there's, there's multiples out there um, of just defense of, of the resurrection. Let us know what, uh, what kind of what y- your go-to. If you were ever challenged as a Christian, um, someone called BS on the on the resurrection. Do you know what my my takeaway from this podcast back? podcast What's is that? is that if someone called BS on me with it, I'd, I I need to get more. That's my takeaway. Okay. I need to have a better apologetics toward in this area. Okay. That's Good. my takeaway. Let's work on it. Yeah. All right, I'm going to follow up with you on that. Doubt it. Next one, we're going to ask, have you done any study? And what will I say? Well, I don't know. We'll see. Hours in the books. We'll see. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I've got kids. Uh, who has time for that? <laughs> Anything else? Uh, no. Anything we've missed? Uh, no. I don't all right. Well, we want to wish you all a happy Easter. If you're listening and um, you, whether you're a follower of Jesus Christ or not, we hope that this season brings you a happiness and joy. But above all of that, and chocolate eggs and chocolate bunnies, we hope that that bunny, um, would you would you start at the ear or the feet with your chocolate bunny? I don't really like chocolate bunnies. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man, I wish we had let out with that. That's just, that's <laughs> just wrong. How is that wrong? How can you even celebrate? You want Easter? a solid, thick chunk of just plain chocolate. Are you, no, are, you, are you even Christian? Yeah. I you want to know why? I don't idolize a chunk of chocolate. I, I idolize would, I would Jesus. That. Bree, ears or feet? Ears, of course. Everyone, everyone's got that bunny in their fridge that got the ears missing. Anyway, <laughs> no matter what Easter means to you, we wish you all the best. But above all that, we hope that you, you consider the story of... The real me- reason for the season. The, the real reason for the season. <laughs> Put that on a bumper sticker. Uh, for Easter, yeah. Yeah, that was good. Well, great. It's been good to be along with you. We love you all. Take care. Blessings. And that's how you do a blessings, Bree. Come on. <laughs>